It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, if this is your very first time tuning into the Divas, a huge welcome to you. The Divas That Care is now in its 11th season, and we are listening to in over 30 countries around the world. Today's guest, I'm actually going to be welcoming back. Um, this is the amazing Rhonda Ammer, and I'm so excited to have her. Um, she's going to be talking about meal planning today, and I can't wait. So, Rhonda, welcome back to the Divas. I'm so excited to talk to you again. Thank you so much for having me, Candice. I'm thrilled to be here again. Oh, my gosh. Well, Rhonda, before we kind of get started, would you mind reintroducing yourself to our new listeners? Absolutely. So I am a solopreneur, and I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach as well as personal trainer. So my goal is really to help primarily women, uh, but I have a few men (laughs) that are really trying to get hold of their self-care and really integrate the different habits back into their busy lifestyles. We all have a lot on the go, you know, whether it's family, jobs, friends, community, all those things, competing priorities. And unfortunately, sometimes our self-care lands at the bottom of the priority list. So my goal is to help women navigate those obstacles that they have and really integrate, you know, good nutrition, fitness, healthy mindset, sleep, stress management, all those amazing self-care habits back into their lives. Oh, my gosh. And it is so important. And I love that you say stated that because that's probably one of the things that we forget about is ourselves you know we're so overwhelmed with so many things and I know today's topic we're going to be talking about meal planning and you know I was thinking about it before we started the show and I'm like oh my gosh you know we definitely need to do this because wouldn't that relieve a lot of stress in our lives Absolutely. You know, it's not a super, you know, sexy topic or anything to talk about meal planning. Usually people kind of roll their eyes. Even, you know, new clients I bring on, I, you know, you know, brace them for the fact that we have to talk about some meal planning. Because the idea behind meal planning is really setting yourself up for success. We are not really great um, at just sort of winging it and assuming that we will magically prepare healthy meals for ourselves Uh, that have us feeling really great. We, like I said earlier, have lots of things on the go. We are all super busy. And, you know, you know, coming, you know, to dinner time and and hoping that we're going to be able to open the fridge and and throw together a fantastic healthy meal just really isn't um, ideal. So what I always encourage my clients to do is set themselves up for success by having a plan. Um, It doesn't need to be, you know, carved in stone because life happens, but there's definitely some advantages to successful meal planning. Oh, I love it. And so what do you do with these, with your clients? Do you talk about doing meal planning once a week, once every two weeks? What usually works for people? Um, it depends. Some people have a hard time, definitely not two weeks, um, a week at most. Uh, it really depends on how often they're doing their grocery shopping. If you only like to go to the grocery store once a week, then I suggest doing your meal planning for an entire week at a time so that based on the plan you've set for yourself, you can then establish a grocery list that will take you through the whole week, and you're only having to hit the grocery store once, right? 
So Makes sense. there's a couple of things, though. I have a few factors, you know, I call them, you know, key success factors uh, in terms of meal planning um, that really sort of, you know, are, it's not rocket science, but it, it really drills home the point that we need to be consistent. And the first thing around meal planning is I, I encourage my clients to pick a consistent day of the week um, to do your planning and your grocery shopping. I know life gets in the way and sometimes we can't always do it on the same day every single week, but if we can consistently pick a day or a day or two in the week that you're going to do your planning and then you're going to do your grocery shopping, and get it all done and set yourself up for, for the week um, for success. That's what I encourage my clients to do. Try not to sort of be, oh, I'm going to pop into the grocery store after work this day and, and you know, and, and maybe I'll pop in on the weekend. Let's be consistent with when we're going to set out our plan and when we're going to do our grocery shopping. The next factor that I always say is make sure you have your calendar, whether it's an old school calendar like I have, you know, handwritten, it's, it's you know, on the kitchen counter for everyone to see in my family, or maybe you're more of a Google calendar type of person, but have your life in front of you when you're doing your planning. Because it's super important that we are able to plan our meals around what's going on in our life. If your, you know, child has a, a sporting event in the evening, that's going to take, you know, time away from you prepping dinner, maybe that's not a good day to be having a big fancy meal planned. Maybe that's a day that you do a crock pot or you do a leftover meal or something like that. Or if you have an early morning breakfast meeting, maybe it's not an ideal day to be, you know, cooking up a fancy omelet or something like that. So maybe we're doing a quick protein shake and, and grabbing it as we run out the door. So having your calendar and what's going on in your life close by when you're doing your planning is really, really important. Um, the third area is don't be afraid to Google recipes and, you know, um, pull out those old, you know, cookbooks that we, we would reference, you know, um, back in the day. Dust, you know, take the dust off of them and, and break those out so that we can have fresh new ideas for meals to start inspiring us to come up with some, some delicious, healthy meals that maybe we have th you know, haven't thought of. We're not all chefs in the kitchen that can just sort of magically throw a bunch of meals or ingredients together to create a great meal. So rely on those resources. And then the last thing is I really encourage my clients to assign specific meals to specific days. It's really vital, again, going back to the whole concept of checking your calendar, seeing what's going on. If you know the night before what you're having for your meals the next day, it really takes that stress and that decision fatigue away from you because you already have it all lined out. You already have it mapped out, so you're more likely to stick with the plan. I think that's fantastic. And I, I just want to um, go back because you had mentioned something about breakfasts. A lot of people, I think, think when you're doing meal planning, you're only doing the evenings. But what you're really sharing is right. that you, you're talking about all the meals. You're talking about snacks. You're talking about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, we are not great at, at winging it, right? We get busy and we're, you know, flying around the house and, and or at work and then we've either gone really long periods of time without a meal, which is not ideal, um, or we're quickly grabbing something that maybe hasn't the best choice. So absolutely, we're talking about all meals through the day and your snacks. And if you can do that when you're planning it out, again, you can look at your meal plan if you decide to write it down, uh, which I recommend you do, 
um, then you it takes the guesswork out. You know exactly the next day, this is what I'm going to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and my snacks. And with breakfast, you know, we're, we're okay with eating the same thing generally every day for breakfast or maybe one of two things. So that can be pretty simple to put, to put together. Same with snack ideas. You know, if you have three or four go-to snack ideas, that it's easy to select what you're going to have. Um, you know, lunch and dinner can be a little bit different, but this is really about setting yourself up for success for the entire day, not just dinner. Excellent. And what kind of suggestions do you have for those people that forget to eat? Do you sometimes do you have them do reminders on their phones? So like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to take my snack. Oh, yeah, it's lunchtime um, until they kind of get into that routine of things. Absolutely. That's exactly what I do, which seems really silly. Um, but we can really get caught up in our day. Right. So we having those reminders to go off on your phone to go, oh, my gosh, I haven't eaten for like three or four hours. I really need to make sure that I, I nourish my body and put good things back in, because really our food is where we get our energy from. So if we want to be feeling good all day long, we need to keep that nourishment level high. So reminders in your phone are excellent uh, until you get used to and your body will actually get used to being able to eat every few hours for those meals. Um, and, you know, having a snack in the afternoon, if you find that you're having a difficult time making it to dinner or you come home from work and then you're, you know, kind of ripping your cupboards apart trying to find something because it's been so long since you've eaten, that afternoon snack is vital. Um, so reminding yourself through your phone, little alarms, is a really great technique uh, until you sort of get the hang of things. I, I love that technique, yes. And this is a really good way, I think, to help people with that mindset too because, a lot of people might think like, oh, well, it's okay. I'm just missing a meal and I don't really need the calories. But that's the wrong way to think about food. Absolutely. We need to have, you know, a consistent um, sort of level of nourishment in our body to, you know, keep our sugar levels at, at a nice um, place to have our metabolism continuously moving forward. And it's important that we give our body what it needs. doesn't mean we need to have huge meals through the day or, you know, big snacks through the day. You have to also listen to your body. But having large periods of time through your day, and I'm not talking about overnight, um, but through your day is uh, really important to you feeling your best as you go through the day. And it, it can have an impact. I've noticed that a lot of clients that that skip a meal, what ends up happening is then we end up, you know, it can show up in the evening where we're hungrier in the evening because we have not given our body what it needs throughout the day. And in the evening, that's not the ideal time of day to be eating. So it's really important that we fuel our body all day long. And when we're talking about nutrition too, it helps with our alleviating stresses, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, so much. I mean, no one wants to get to dinner time and the kids are running around and they're hungry or they got to, you know, little Johnny has to go out to soccer practice or something like that and we have no clue what we're having for dinner. That's not a good feeling for any of us. We already have a lot of stress in our lives and decisions to be made. So let's make the decision ahead of time what we're going to do and, and really set ourselves up for success. The other thing is too with meal planning that's super beneficial is you can really assess that you are having the proper components of your meal. So we're really, you know, without getting too sciencey and, and things like that and, and boring everyone, but we really need to make sure we're getting protein, we're getting nice fibrous carbohydrates and healthy fats. And if you're doing your planning, we can make sure, right, that you are having those macronutrients throughout your day. 
and versus, oh, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal for breakfast, and I'm going to have, you know, some leftover pasta for lunch, and then I'm going to have pizza for dinner. And then before you know it, you haven't had any protein, you haven't had any healthy fat through the day. Um, but doing your planning allows you to really be aware to make sure that you're having those through three macronutrients with every single meal. And having somebody like you helping them along the way I think is really important because it's really overwhelming. There is so much information out there. And we look at it, it's like, okay, there's this diet and then there's this thing. And I think as a, somebody out there, like it's very difficult to navigate your way through, well, what is the right way to do it? And I think with your expertise, you really do support people, you help them, and find out what's right for them. Absolutely. This can be a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a lot to take on, a lot to understand if you're not in the field like myself. But, you know, nutrition and, and that's eating in general is something we have to pay attention to. We as humans need to eat. It's a requirement of life. So we have to start to pay a little closer attention to it. And what I do with my clients, too, is because you're right, it can be overwhelming to think, oh, my gosh, what am I supposed to have for breakfast or lunch or dinner or snacks? And what I do with my clients is we actually brainstorm together different go-to ideas for those various meals and snacks. So that takes the guesswork out. So they have some go-to options so that when they can't think of, well, what am I going to have for lunch today, they have some choices to select from to take that guesswork out so they know that they're getting nice, healthy, balanced meals. And why wouldn't everybody want that? You know, we, we're so busy yeah. nowadays. We just don't want that anymore. We want something to be simple. And, and I think that's half the reason why people end up going and doing fast food is because they're just so tired and they're like, oh, I don't want to think about something else. So why not yeah. do this meal planning so it takes the stress out of your life, you're going to have proper nutrition, and you're going to not feel guilty because you ate something bad totally agree. It is work at the, you know, in the moment that you're doing the planning, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, fool anyone by saying that I love doing my meal planning and my grocery shopping. It's actually the complete opposite of that. When it comes to, I do my meal planning on Saturday and my groceries on Sunday, and I don't like doing either one of them. But let me tell you that when it's done, and I know that for the week, I don't have to think about what I'm going to have, what I'm going to feed my kids that week. I feel that stress go away instantly. I feel like I'm going to be successful in what I'm putting in my body. And yes, it takes me, you know, maybe it takes me 20 to 30 minutes to do my meal planning. And then the time it takes me to do my grocery shopping, which we all have to do anyways. So but now I can whip through the grocery store and only pick up what I actually need based on the plan that I've created for myself. So you a little bit of, you know, short term pain for long term gain all all week long. Exactly. And Rhonda, how can our listeners get a hold of you if this is something they're really wanting to do? And just a question for you. Can you help somebody on a Zoom if they are not in your location? Can you help these people all over the world? Absolutely. That is actually the way that I do my entire business now. Since, you know, we all had to make some adjustments with COVID, I am, you know, looking at um, – you know, coaching with all of my clients over Zoom or whether it's FaceTime or whatever platform works best for them. And everyone can reach me at my website. Um, I have a contact form that you can reach out to me. Um, it's RhondaArmorCoaching.com. And I do offer a complimentary consultation with no pressure to commit to anything, but it's an opportunity for us to chat about what their goals are, what they're looking for, you know, to have assistance with, and to see if it might be a great match and a great partnership. 
And that is exactly a great thing for you to do. And I'm excited for all of our listeners. Rhonda is going to be coming on our program on a monthly basis here. And we're going to be chatting about a whole bunch of different topics. I just think that her information is very beneficial to all of us. So you got to definitely check that out. Thank you so much, Candace. I'm so excited to be here every month sharing information and chatting with you. Oh, it's going to be so much fun, Rhonda. I'm excited. I know what our topics are going to be, and it's going to be so much fun. So I know that our listeners mm-hmm. won't want to miss that. Uh, Rhonda, for the last bit of our show here, I want to see, do you have any tips, some more tips and tools, things that our listeners can use today um, to use at home? Um, if we're talking about meal planning, I would really, you know, go back to the old school kind of pen and paper and map things out for yourself with regards to your meals. I also suggest, you know, if you're not, you know, able to, you know, bring on a coach like myself to really assist you, I would also recommend trying to come up with what I do with my clients, but do this on your own, is to really come up with some ideas of things that you enjoy to eat for each of the meals and snacks, and then assess to make sure that you have a protein source, a carbohydrate source, and a healthy fat with all of those meals. If you can give yourself some choices, it makes the process a whole lot easier for your meal planning. So just map those choices out. If you like to have eggs and toast for breakfast, you like to have a protein shake, maybe you like to have overnight oats, um, you know, have a few options available so that when it comes time to doing your meal planning, it's really simple just to pick from those choices. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I've had such a great time today. Uh, For all of our listeners, Rhonda is a fitness, nutrition, and life coach. So I know you're going to want to check her out. And I'm going to be letting you guys know, I'm going to be posting all of Rhonda's social media um, on our website here so that you can go check it out and make sure that you send it to all your friends. Rhonda, I'm looking forward to next month's show. But thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. And I hope everyone out there has a lovely day. Thank you, and a huge welcome to our listeners out there, and a huge thank you to all of you that have continued to tune into the Divas That Care. It's because of all of you that we have the opportunity to interview ladies like Rhonda, and now that Rhonda's going to be a part, more a part of the Divas That Care, I'm so excited because she's going to be really sharing a lot of stuff on fitness and nutrition and lifestyles and really helping us along our journeys. So thank you again to Rhonda. Thank you to all of our listeners. I hope that you do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.